Welcome to the Mary Jane Experience. Unbiased, unabridged, and most of all, informative. From our mountaintop view here in Colorado, here's how we see the cannabis industry today. Let's look at weed. Good morning, good evening, good night, whatever time it is that you're listening to this cannabis podcast, cannabis community. It's the Mary Jane Experience, back for another episode. Uh, This week we had a great time doing another live interview with Jessica Bates. She is the owner and operator of Moon Mother Hemp Company here in Boulder, Colorado. She actually has a storefront just down the way. Her and her husband actually operate a hemp farm as well. Um... They have kind of an interesting setup. They, they lease some farmland from some people, and they, they try to grow all their own hemp as well. Um, so it was really great to talk to her. Um, CBD and hemp is one of those sides of the cannabis world right now that is just full of questions. Obviously, the entire industry is full of questions, but this is one of those sides where CBD is everywhere, it seems. The farm bill recently passed, so now... People are producing industrial hemp for various products, all the way from industrial products to smokable hemps and everything in between. Um, So it was great. We got the chance to sit down and ask her some great questions about what is going on in the world of hemp, of CBD, and as always, what the future looks like. Um, We're going to let this one run through uh, just how we recorded it because it was a great conversation. There are awesome bits of information in here, so we encourage you to listen to the whole thing, and if you guys have any questions about this episode or any episode of the Mary Jane Experience podcast, as always, feel free to reach out to us on social media, on the website, or just give us a call. The phone number's on that. So without further ado, here is our interview with Miss Jessica Bates of Moon Mother Hemp Company. But first... We got to keep the lights on. We want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Marcaha here locally in Boulder, Colorado. Recently, they just launched a new product, Go Go Gummies. They're dusted with real fruit, fruit infused, gluten free, pectin based, and vegan. Try all the flavors now indica blueberry chamomile, sativa cafe mocha, sour pink lemonade hybrid, and my personal favorite, sweet peach. One-to-one CBD THC gummies. Go-Go Gummies by Markaha. Get up and go-go with their fruit-powered gummies. And now that the lights are kept on, without further ado, Jessica Bates of Moon Mother Hemp Company. Okay, so we're here with Jessica Bates of Moon Mother. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast. We were just talking about our first time coming into Moon Mother um, in the other room. And we fell in love with your store and your products. My next door neighbor actually owns the Honey Pot in Boulder. Oh, awesome. And so she's always coming home with your products and we're trying different things. We give her dog the CBD for thunderstorms all the time. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, it seems. How's it working? It really helps. Like almost immediately. I don't know if it's just a placebo for him, he knows, but. It seems to really help. Yeah. 
It actually works really fast. I've been, and I guess it's person dependent, but I've been really surprised at how quickly it um, it can take effect. Yeah, I I was shocked with Mason. That's mm-hmm. her the, her dog's name, of okay, course. Okay. What kind of dog? <laughs> she thinks he's a plot hound. Okay. Or it's a mutt kind of mix. But... Yeah, he looks like a bear meets a tiger with short legs. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yes, <laughs> essentially, bear tiger. So, um, Jessica, you're an herbalist, and you have been for a long time. Can you tell us about your journey into herbalism and then into cannabis? Yeah, absolutely. So my interest in herbalism started um, when I was really young. I just really kind of connected with the plants, and I felt like the plants were really speaking to me always, and I always had an interest in kind of witchy things, but also herbalism. And I had a mentor when I was in high school, a friend's stepmom who was really into plant medicine and sustainability and um, homesteading and things like that. And so that was my kind of first real introduction into growing your own herbs, growing your own medicine, growing your own vegetables. And that was kind of, it really sparked my interest at that point. And I didn't have any formal teaching until I was older, but what I did was I went to the library, I checked out a bunch of books on herbalism and I started teaching myself. And then when I moved out here, I, um, I actually worked for Leaf, the vegetarian restaurant, and started learning more about nutrition, um, health in general, and it, and then it just kind of blossomed from there. I was introduced to the Herbalism School here in Boulder, which was formerly the North American Institute for Medical Herbalism, and now it's the Colorado School for Clinical Herbalism. It's changed hands a couple of times, but um, I studied there formally under Paul Bergner and Lisa Ganora, and it was really amazing. It really changed my life, and... Um, I loved it. it. It really took root at that point. Everything really took root because I had this really awesome formal training in nutrition and herbalism and botany and they they really take it to the next level there because you're not just learning about um, plants heal this, plants um, treat these symptoms. You're learning about whole body systems, you're learning about root causes, you're learning about um, plant spirit medicine as well. And so that speaking to the plants, that um, energetic piece of the plants and the, per, and the personal relationships with each plants are really developed at that school and really um, fostered there. And so it just, it has been this organic journey from my early teens until now. And um, just kind of using that also in my family life has been amazing. It's just been, watching my kids develop, watching me be able to heal different aspects of my own life and um, my children. It's been really fun. I love that. Yeah. It's right up my alley. Yeah. I, I'm a big gardener and have always had books on herbalism. I've never gone to school or anything, but that you don't speaks need it. to me. Yeah. yeah. I mean. <laughs> you can teach yourself and the plants will teach you. Yeah. Well, and, and that was sort of part of the Mary Jane experience is yeah. to learn a lot more about cannabis as an herb. Yeah. Well, that, I was going to say that's a commonality we find in a lot of people, not only in the cannabis industry, but um, wellness and healing. They, it, they have some sense of personal interest in it from a very young age and curiosity that kind of drives their need for knowledge. 
And sure. that's, that's why we're here. Right? Sure. Because we were like, what about this? And what about that? Oh, now we're 25 episodes <laughs> into a podcast. Here we are. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All of a sudden. <laughs> and so it's really interesting for me because I, um, I didn't really even recognize cannabis as an herbal remedy yeah. for a really long time. And you know, I have had a super long relationship with cannabis. Um, I think my first experience was when I was 13. You know, I was really young. I started using cannabis really early. And it wasn't until I stopped using cannabis to get high that I started recognizing it for its medicinal values and for and as a therapeutic herb and it's just really interesting how my relationship with cannabis has changed but has I mean a lot of people think oh she's she's not smoking cannabis for THC anymore her relationship is done but my relationship has blossomed drastically at that point because I really started delving into the medicinal aspects and the and the reasons for healing and the healing properties and so it's been it's been a really interesting and fun journey as an herbalist digging into this plant and building this new relationship with a plant that I've been using in a specific way all my life basically yeah. um, a huge portion of my life so I can totally agree with that it's funny because I'd same thing. I stopped using cannabis to get high, and then we started this journey, and now it's it's blossomed into this whole new yeah. thing. Of, of, yeah. Wow, I can use it in so many different ways. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Legalization here in Colorado, and then just general education becoming better and better. People are realizing that they don't have to use it as, in the same ways that you use, like alcohol mm -hmm. or something of that nature that it can be used as a medicine. And I think that's what's so important about right now in the industry is that people are starting to get less afraid and killing that stigma is really important. Yeah, yep. and I also like to mention that um, I really kind of view the recreational uses and the spiritual uses as also therapeutic. You know, not that all of those years as using cannabis to get high and to open my mind and to expand my mind, I felt that all of that was therapeutic and all of that was medicinal. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, so not to, not to kind of like bash the benefits of being high and being expanded in that way because yeah. there are huge benefits there that, I mean, Absolutely. I wouldn't be who I am today. I would not know the things that I know about myself and about my community and about my universe if yeah. I didn't have cannabis. Here, here. A lot of uh, healing yeah. happens when you're high. Healing. That's what totally. Dr. Michelle Ross says anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so tell us about, for, any, for our listeners, I'm sure in Boulder, I'm sure they know about Moon Mother, but for our listeners outside of the state and outside of the country, can you just give us a little um, summary of, of Moon Mother? Sure, absolutely. So Moon Mother Hemp Company is a hemp-based CBD company. Um, we have botanical skincare products, we have um, CBD drops, we have pet care products, as you mentioned before, and um, we kind of specialize in skincare and body care, CBD. And we grow all of our own hemp from seed to sale. We have a strong relationship with every single plant that goes into the ground. Um, my husband and I, we plant the seeds, we take the clones, we do it all and with um, a small team. Yeah. We love it. We've had my husband has my husband Ed. He's not here, but he has um, ten plus, maybe fifteen years of cannabis cultivation experience. He's really great at it. And you know, my background is in herbalism. And I had a small skincare company 
a skincare line of organic skincare products before, and we um, we have been getting requests to put CBD into our products. And you know, at first I was skeptical as an herbalist. I'm like, okay, this is another one of these cure-all, um, you know things that everyone's talking about that's not as exciting as people, you know, like a, a buzzword. Snake like, oil. CBD, yeah, <laughs> it's a buzzword. And until I started diving into it myself and experiencing it and also hearing stories from my community and stories from some of my customers about, you know, the healing that they're getting from it. And so we really, we really started to dig in. And what we noticed most between Ed and I was our anxiety. You know, I felt like we didn't even know we had anxiety, <laughs> you know what I mean? We're parents, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're living, we're living this normal life, which is full of, you know, a lot of stimulation and a lot of, um, interest, just interesting dynamics, you know, that you get when you're living on this planet and living in this society. And so we're parents and so we get stressed, but we didn't even realize how stressed we were until we started taking CBD ourselves and we loved it. And so I started incorporating it into um, my skincare products, into some of my elixirs that I was making. And then it just organically happened to where I was doing strictly CBD. And we started the farm together last year. It was our first year farming hemp. It was awesome. It was also really hard. <laughs> you know? As is starting anything, we yeah. get it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Um, but it's been really cool to kind of combine our passions, um, his passion for cannabis cultivation and mine for plants, um, for botanical medicine, for formulation, for herbal formulation. So herbal formulations are a big part of what we do at Moon Mother. So it's not just CBD plus some um, generic lotion base or CBD plus a plus beeswax plus olive oil you know yeah, what I mean yeah. for the bombs it's um, the herbal formulations that we're working with really amplify the effects of the CBD and so it's really it's science you know it's um, some of it is intuitive some of it is just downloads and an intuition but a lot of it is science like what herb what herbal formulation is going to amplify the benefits here including the terpenes of the herbs and essential oils in combination with terpenes in the hemp as well. And so it's, um, it's a lot of fun formulating. That's what we have. We have CBD products and it's, um, it's a journey. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of your, fast. yeah, it is. I love that journey. It's cool. And it's fun. <laughs> it's yeah, wild. I'm a little jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but speaking of the farm, everything is, is organic or clean green or whatever that is. Yeah, exactly. It's actually USDA certified organic. I forgot oh, to mention wow. that. I sometimes forget yeah. to mention that, nice. but it's really important. So um, one of the things about us is that we give only certified organic ingredients. All of the butters, oils, herbs, essential oils, anything that we're using in our products, including the hemp, is USDA certified organic. We try to keep it as fair trade as possible. If something is wildcrafted, of course it's not organic because it's wildcrafted. Um, and we, we do ethical wildcrafting when we do. We pay attention to all of that. So it's, um, it's very clean and um, healthy. You know what I mean? So we're not yeah. making like candy with CBD and you know like uh, <laughs> I know some of those things mm -hmm. I'm like you're, you're not making medicine you're just 
trying to make money. Yeah, you're you making know? a profit. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, um, that's, we, we're really into environmental sustainability. We're really into caring for our families and caring for our community. And so the medicine itself, the, the therapeutic um, products that we're putting out, they were designed to help us, not to do us more harm. And so, yeah. I mean, with my background, it's easy for me to see what kind of skincare products are gonna be beneficial, what kind of internal products are gonna be beneficial. And not everybody has that background or that knowledge. And um, not everybody finds that to be important. Definitely. But we, it's really important to us that everything that we're doing is for the greater good, not only for our community, but for our planet as well. Uh, that's awesome. Because yeah. we talk to people every now, or really all the time, and we get approached, and it's, it's oh, I have CBD gummies. Or like, yeah. what are, what are the, what's the intention behind that? What's your extraction? What's the plant? Blah, blah, blah. Like, but it's, it's a CBD gummy. Yeah. <laughs> it like, tastes good. We're like, okay. So you're just riding that yeah. buzzword like we were talking about before, you know? Sure, so, absolutely. And, and, but I love the way you're talking about it in terms of like herbal combinations um, in order to enhance the, the yeah. natural effects of that. So I'm curious, what is like one exciting combination of urban CBD that you're working on or have started to work on that you think is kind of really cool and you, you've noticed those effects? Totally. So one of our... Um, Kind of something that I'm really attached to and have a really strong relationship with is the Wise Woman Comfort Balm. Okay. And this is specifically formulated for menstrual cramps. And it works really, really quickly. And I, I know that CBD works fast for a lot of people, but I really attribute it to the formulation itself and the herbal, for, like the herbal formulation, what's in there. So what we have is St. John's wort, we have um, chamomile, we have hops, which a lot of people don't really think of as this really strong anti-spasmatic topically. And, um, and so this is a formulation that's dear to my heart and really awesome. So I find, I find that the hops and also the myrcene and the mango butter, so it's a, it's a really kind of like a technical formulation that came about it was a download and so a lot of things are like that so some things you're like researching and you're like plugging it all in and that's that's fine but I feel like a lot of formulations come as a download when you're just sitting with the plants and they're like oh use this with this it's like a little whisper and like just a little like tingle you know just like a little sparkle and yeah. plants will speak to you and they'll tell you they'll speak formulations to you and so that was one of them, and it works really well. And women love it. They love That's it so awesome. much. It's really effective. Okay. It's really awesome to hear the stories of women who, um, like one woman told me that her doctor was recommending that she get a hysterectomy because her cramps were so bad. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, well, you've already had two children, and you should, you should just have a hysterectomy, which is a huge yeah, major like, surgery. This is a huge fucking deal. Okay? Yeah. I, don't know if I can say that here. You can. But yeah. like this having is for 21 and It's about weeds. So. Having a hysterectomy is a huge fucking deal. It changes the way your body works completely. It changes wow. it changes your life. And it's not something to be taken lightly. And so if we can so I want to just say, of course, root causes are something that need to be addressed. 
I always encourage people not to use CBD as a band-aid. Use CBD, use hemp, use cannabis in conjunction with some kind of lifestyle change, with some kind of journey to find out what it is that's causing you pain, whether it's emotional, whether it's societal, whether it's physical, environmental, something, whatever it is, whether it's a food allergy, it might be a food allergy, you know, a lot of people yeah. are <laughs> consuming sensitivities that their sensitivities and it's making them sick, you know, whatever it is, I like to um, encourage people to use that in combination with hemp, but we really love to see that it's taking people's pain away while they're in that journey, while they're in that journey of self-discovery. Love it. That's almost like the, we talk about the entourage effect of yeah. cannabis and the, the, you know, different parts of it that affect it, but they kind of have to all work together. Yep. Maybe we should concentrate on the entourage effect of life. Totally. I'm just going to throw this out there as an idea for the world. Totally. Yeah, homeostasis, exactly. Yeah. Well, we so, come back to yeah. that all the time in this podcast because, of course, the endocannabinoid system and its goal being homeostasis. So mm. we, we talk about a lot just how can we, you know, not just use a supplement or vitamin weed to do that also, of course, outside factors are so important. Yeah, definitely. So. It's, um, and with my background, it's, it's a, it's, it gets tricky. It's been tricky for me when people are coming to us for a magic bullet. Mm -hmm. um, we don't want to sell a magic bullet, but we do want to help people. And so it's a really interesting balance. We, we're trying to find a balance. It's tricky though, you know? Yeah, yeah. definitely. So not to beat a dead horse, but I did want to go back to the organic thing for one more question. Let's do it. Totally. And just to sort of ask you about the maybe potential dangers of consuming cannabis or CBD mm -hmm. that is from non-organic plants. Um, we were talking about this a little bit with Dr. Michelle Ross that hemp plants like uh, suck up can suck up toxins from the soil and things like that if it's done the wrong way. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, that's called bioaccumulation. And basically, hemp itself is a bioaccumulator. It pulls up everything from the soil around it. And so soil testing is really important. Knowing your soil is huge, um, especially with hemp. Um, and knowing what's, so what pesticides are being used, um, what pesticides have been used, what pesticides are being used in the land around you is um, a factor, you know, because hemp really does draw everything up. And so um, organics is really extremely important with hemp. And I, I personally eat mostly organic and I didn't know that's really privileged, but what we, so like my skincare products, I use only my own skincare products. I, I make it myself. Organics is really important for me and my family, not putting poison into our body. And like I said, I know that that's really privileged and not everybody has access to organics, but um, I feel like with cannabis and with hemp, it is extremely important, almost more important to avoid pesticides and to use certified. I, I, I like certified organic because you know that there's a third party um, watchdog verifying what you're doing and they come out and they literally like put us through the ringer, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. they're, they're putting us to the test. You know we're organic because they're yeah. checking every <laughs> to be. step. Exactly, they're checking yeah. every step. And we love these third-party verifications because it tells the customers, it tells our clients, you can trust us because we're verified, not because we're saying to trust us. Because, exactly. Um, you see that a lot. And 
there's a lot of greenwashing in the food industry and in the body care products industry, but it's huge in the cannabis industry as well. Greenwashing where people are saying and even using organics in the name. Um, yeah. is almost for me like a red flag. It's like I when you go to a pizza parlor and it says New York style pizza and you're in like Florida. <laughs> it's a funny way to put it there. Oh, it's like, it's the standard, I'm, I'm a big pizza guy, but it's like the standard by which we operate. When it's like New York style pizza, you're like. The things that matter to totally. Casey Jones. I love it. I love, I'm, we're finding out. All right, cool. I hear you though. And that's I'm, a really good analogy, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost a red flag for me when I see someone with the like organics in the name, like there's, and I'm not going to name names or whatever, but there was a specific organics, whatever, who was busted with pesticides and like fungicides in their products. And I'm like, really? Like if the the ingredients are not organic, it's not organic. Like, you know, I really, I just really did want to stress that because I think there's a lot of confusion in the industry and there's a million claims being made and you can google what cbd should i get for my grandma Mm -hmm. and a lot of things are going to pop up and you need to i think people just need to know to look for that and to look for the the testing and to just do a little more research than buying the first thing you see yeah absolutely and so with that we really like to stress um certificates of analysis you know and not just certificates of potency but certificates of analysis all the way through. Heavy metals, pesticides, microbials, um, terpenes, everything everything under the sun. You want a full panel testing, not just potency, because potency is important. You want to know that you're getting what you paid for, but you're also wanting to know that um, what you're putting in your body is not doing more harm. Um, You know, people are using this as a therapeutic remedy for their bodies, for their... um, for their emotions, for their mind, for their heart. People are using this to heal and we want them to heal. We don't want to harm them. And a lot of people don't understand that. And for some people it comes down to finances. For some people it just comes down to, can I afford this or can I not? You know, And we, we completely understand that, but um, we also have assistance programs for that very reason. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, can you, can you talk about those assistance programs? Yeah, absolutely. Because so I'm not familiar, so again, out of curiosity. No, it's totally cool. So um, a couple of things that we do are we have a veteran program, um, and so veterans get a discount, seniors get a discount, and um, people who are on government assistance, people who are needing assistance can reach out to us, and we have an assistance program for them um, where they get their own personalized coupon, and they are getting a discount that fits their needs. And so we can make it more accessible to everyone. Um, it's kind of like a sliding scale scenario, but it has to be, yeah, they have to be able to prove that they need it. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it gets a little bit crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's still awesome, making it available to people that actually yeah. need it and might be in a circumstance where they just can't get it. Absolutely. Which is amazing. We also have, um, and we don't, you know, we don't talk about it a lot because it's really for locals. Um, but we do have a program for people who are using CBD and cannabis for um, cancer treatments. And so we can do specialized bottles and things like that um, at, at like a discount, you know, yeah. um, doing special rates and helping people. And so all they have to do is reach out and well, could, because that's what we're here to do. We're here go. to help people. If, so, if you need help, 
reach out, please. Hit us up. Contact. There will be uh, links and all of that fun stuff cool. to Moon Mother's site in the blog post and, of course, in the notes of the podcast. Awesome. So, yeah, we transcribe every one of our podcast casts into a blog post. Which, oh, cool. Yeah. We're going to start a new medium called Podcasts. <laughs> They're just um, like beer coasters, uh, yep. but they have but when, Moon Mother's you, link on them. When you put a drink on it, it plays your favorite podcast. I mean, you know, we have so many Great. ideas, <laughs> million dollar ideas. Anyway. <laughs> Switching gears, I, I don't know how much you know about this part of it, but I'm curious about how CBD is actually extracted from the plant. Yeah, so um, it's not totally my forte. I can say that we use CO2 extraction. Okay. Um, and so it's extremely clean. It's really, it's really nice and clean. We actually partner with a local lab and my husband does most of the communication with them on that. That's kind of like one of his areas of expertise and yeah. he works with the local lab to get our hemp extracted. We are looking to um, start our own lab by the end of the year. So we're looking into oh, some, extract, yeah. some extraction equipment of our own. It'll be a whole new learning curve it'll be you know another fun thing to navigate but it's definitely um yeah it's follow-up episode for that follow-up episode we're all at the extraction (laughs) there's got to be some extraction nerds out there there are there are are. and um we're in communication with them (laughs) perfect Um, totally yeah and i guess along those lines a little bit still is just you, you just extract from the flower, I assume. Yeah, it's or, like yeah. it's um, biomass essentially. So it's just um, like flower and leaves. Mm-hmm. A little bit of stems, not that much. We don't use the stalks. Um, we really kind of buck everything down to flower and leaves mostly. So there's a little bit of nice. stems in there, but not much. Out of curiosity, because I've been researching hemp plastics, what do you do with the stalks? <laughs> do they get fertilized? Do they get used in other ways? Or? Yeah, so it's really interesting. We've been mulching them. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. and so um, we're hoping to use this whole crop's mulch as row cover next year. Oh, got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and so we we used it this last year. It's all up near the greenhouse. So mm-hmm. our greenhouse is in Lyons, and it's all um, mulched and in piles and being used in the garden and using um, used in the garden bed where we are it's we donated it most of it Got totally it. but next wow. year we're using it for mulch and That's awesome. for row cover yeah absolutely yeah. good to hear but it can be used for so many things and we're learning yeah we're learning so much about that about how many awesome things that it can be used for including um, like animal bedding and you know really yeah. really cool mm-hmm. things like that because it's kind of it's antimicrobial yeah. and so it's really ideal for like chicken bedding and um horse i don't know horse, stuff. Yeah. horse houses yeah. whatever horse you don't have to be an expert on everything i'm not an expert but i i have read a little bit i know that they're i think they called it like Heard or something like that. I'm not sure what that even means, but I know that they're using it for all kinds of fun things. And hemp plastics are really exciting to us. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The strawberry days. might kill me if I talk about hemp plastics more. Oh yeah. Because I've just been on like deep dive, full rabbit hole mode. Next awesome. episode. It is super interesting. Anyway, next episode. Awesome. Episode. Yeah. So I, I can tell already. Yeah. She's like, She's like, okay. <laughs> well, you know, that's not what this one's about. So we got to stay on task there. here. <laughs> but what I did want to clear up for 
people that just might be getting into CBD is the difference between full spectrum, broad spectrum, and isolate, and just what that means for, you know, even your different ailment, which you want to choose. Sure, absolutely. So full spectrum is literally the full spectrum of all the cannabinoids in every part of the plant. Um, it's the waxes, the terpenes, it's every, it's every part. And so um, it's, like you said before, with the entourage effect, it's the most, in my opinion, and in a lot of people's opinion, it's the most beneficial way to consume the plant. Um, broad spectrum is fractionated it's a portion of that it's some of that it's um it's it's not exactly isolate because isolate is just the isolated cbd molecules um but it's more and a lot of people say that broad spectrum is just thc free but broad spectrum can also be like um like full spectrum minus the terpenes or full spectrum minus the waxes and fats. Um, it's, it's most of the plant, but not all. And, but what a lot of people are saying is broad spectrum is THC free. And I kind of want to touch on that a little bit because THC free, um, hemp oil is a little bit tricky and it's a little bit misleading and I know this may or may not be the space for this but I, I want to get this out there because a lot of people don't understand that even with THC free hemp oil you can still fail a drug test. PSA. This is a big deal. <laughs> no, so, I wanted to ask that question actually. Okay. For people so, in non-legal states listen now. Yeah. So um, some drug tests test for THC and their metabolites, including CBN and other metabolites of THC. And so if you're taking broad spectrum hemp oil, you can still fail a drug test. It's not always about the THC. It's not always about getting just getting the THC out of your system. Sometimes it's, um, like I said, it's, sometimes it's CBN. Interesting. And, yeah, That's good to exactly. know. Exactly. And a lot of people do not know that. In fact, most people don't know that. Yeah, yeah. But um, oh. some drug tests do test for metabolites as well. Noted. And they show up as other cannabinoids. Yeah. yeah. That's very good to know because a lot of people, I'm sure, have that misconception. Now, so if it was just isolated CBD, I mean, drug tests might be looking for CBD or that's legal. I think isolate, I, I believe that isolate would be your way to go. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you um, still have an option. You still have an option. Um, and good, but... isolate isn't, it's, you know, we don't really work with isolate because we really want the full plant benefits. Yeah. Um, and isolate doesn't even really work for everyone. Some people, their endocannabinoid system just doesn't even recognize it when it's alone, when it's isolated like that. Isolated mm -hmm. CBD does not, and a lot of times you'll hear from people, they'll say, well, CBD didn't work for me. It just doesn't work for me. And then we're finding out that they had an isolate-based product. And so we're like, well, give it a try again. Give a, give a full-spectrum product a try. And also, if you're, if you're taking full-spectrum and it doesn't work for you, try a different product. Because those, the ratios of the cannabinoids and terpenes specific to some brands only work for some people. And then once you move to a different brand, that brand will work for you. So we hear that all the time. Oh, your brand worked for us, whereas these other brands didn't. Or this brand worked for me and yours doesn't. And we hear that all the time. And so it's so um, individual because everyone's endocannabinoid system is so different. We always recommend if it's not working, don't stop here. 
You know, don't stop with Moon Mother. Try a different product. Try a different full spectrum product. We want to see we want to see you getting the benefits, and we know that our product might not work for everyone. You know, we hear that it works. There's a there's. It works for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. all, all, most CBDs will work for everyone, but not every product is going to work for everyone. There's the random people that a specific ratio does the trick for their specific ailment. And so um, we want people to get out there and get their toes wet and really yeah. experience different companies so that they know exactly what ratio and what, um, like what ratio of CBD to THC and other cannabinoids and other terpenes is working for them. Definitely. Uh, that's some yeah. good advice. That's yeah. advice we give everybody. Totally. Right? Go out there and try some stuff. Try Find some stuff. what works for you. Yeah. yeah. It's so for, hard. It might work for your spouse. Try yeah. something yeah, works for you. Yeah, exactly. You know? One day, I hope that we can like just get a, your blood pinpricked and just n have a computer tell us the exact ratios of everything yeah. that you need to balance your system. And I heard that people are working on that. So that's awesome. So yeah. cool. Yeah, great time to be alive. <laughs> totally. Tell you what. Yeah. Twenty-three and me for for cannabis. cannabis. <laughs> gonna be awesome <laughs> i mean that's what that's people awesome. are really gonna say okay this is medicine yeah, like, why is this exactly. not legal everywhere mm -hmm. i mean the people aren't saying that already is blows my mind at least for mm. things that aren't that don't get you stoned <laughs> right yeah, you know totally. it's not even getting you high well you know they did a real number on, really? They did a real number on fucking cannabis. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the government. Uh, hysteria. <laughs> yeah, they Reef did. Reaper madness. And specifically on THC. So yeah. we get all kinds of calls. And not to be, like, funny or whatever, but we get all kinds of calls. We don't want any of that TCH. And you know what I mean? I'm like, wow, they really did a number on THC. And the benefits are strong. You it's know? true. Like, we have got to shift While this. we're on the subject. And, and I fully agree, and I hate to interrupt you, but one of the questions we wanted to ask, and I'm hijacking the interview here, what are like some daily misconceptions that you <laughs> encounter all the time? Because I, I hear all kinds of craziness yeah. out there, but you are in a day-to-day customer-based business. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that you're hearing across the board that you just want to dispel while you have the audience? Mm, yes, totally. Okay, so we have... A few really funny ones, but some of them, one in particular is that hemp is a different plant than marijuana. And, uh, okay, so it's not different. It's different genetics. And what the way that I like to describe it to people, especially older people, is that it's like tomatoes. So it's the exact same plant. Tomatoes are tomatoes. But you have your sauce tomatoes that are bred for more... Um, liquid they're um they're softer they're really amazing and they're bred specifically for sauces and you have your beefsteak tomatoes that have more fiber that are um they're thicker and they're heartier and they're for slicing and it's the same it's the same as tomatoes they're bred the genetics are bred for um higher amounts of thc or higher amounts of cbd or even higher amounts of cbn it's just different genetics it's the exact same plant and to look at it, you would not be able to tell the difference. And so if you went to um, the dispensary and went to a grow and checked out their plants, and then you came to our greenhouse, you would not know the difference. You would, you would think, okay, wow, these, um, these hemp plants look exactly like, I mean, they have the flowers, they have 
um, the oils, they have the crystals, they, it's the same plant. It's just, it has different properties. Mm -hmm. Same plant. Um, also, another one is that you want the male plant for CBD. We hear that a lot. Oh, it's the male plant. It's not. It's also the female plant. Um, yeah. I'm not sure where that can. You know, there's a lot of interesting things that we hear. Um, what else do we hear? <laughs> I don't know. I love those, though. Yeah, while yeah. you're thinking, though, i got to interrupt. Okay. It's funny because the, the likeness of the plant, going back to the government's done a number on cannabis. Yeah. Like, people getting, but now that hemp's legal, right, farm bill, thanks, people are getting busted with hemp. Oh, yeah. Like, truckloads of hemp. And those yeah. truck drivers are, like, still in the legal system right now. Yep. Even though it's a totally legal thing, but, you know, Officer Bob, who's been trained his entire life that this thing... Yeah. Is a Schedule One narcotic. Sees a truckload of it, loses his mind. Oh, absolutely, and it's not just about the police. It's also like USPS and yeah. uh, like Podunk post offices who didn't get the memo. <laughs> I'm like, I have to call them up. I'm like, hello. Um, Real quick. <laughs> like you oh, may not have received the memo out there, but we're allowed to ship this. Yeah. And USPS is calling us, soliciting us for, you know, they're, they're, calling, they're making sales calls, making sure that we're shipping with the USPS. We're like, this is, <laughs> this is legal. This is happening. And yeah. it's happening also in Grand Junction. Okay. So <laughs> right. forward Where our packages. Legal. Forward yeah. our packages. Yeah. yeah right. Grand Junction. <laughs> so there's a story there. I got to know. <laughs> Growing pains in the industry, things yeah, like absolutely. that, that hopefully in 10 years just are like this hilarious thing of the past. Oh, of course. Totally. But, yeah. yeah we, joke, we joke about talking to our kids. They're going to be like, you had to go to a, a, you didn't just go to the store to buy this? It, you didn't get it out of a vending machine? Like, oh yeah, dude, we had to like hit plants a guy Plants used to be illegal. Yeah, plants used to be illegal. What? <laughs> plants were illegal. Totally. This is hilarious. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Um, we're getting there. My funny friend used to grow in his closet, you know. Yeah, and like, exactly. yeah totally. We, we had some yeah. fun times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the nostalgia of the drug deal. Every now and again, I kind of miss it. Like, like, he, like certain words you would text and be like, hey, are you baking cookies today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or growing tomatoes. Yeah, we're growing tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to start doing like shady back alley deals for legal weed. Yeah, just cause. Just That's going to be friends. our dispensary that Bring we open. Back. You're bringing it back. Yeah, yeah. It's like the speakeasy of dispensaries. <laughs> bringing back the <laughs> illegal <laughs> days. I'll be there. Thank you. Totally. You can be our first customer. Oh, that's rich. Oh, so. I'll bring some of my friends from high school. Yeah. <laughs> we can relive it. Because those actually were kind of fun times, you know? They were, they were the best. I had my specific so weed buying pants because they were like my brother's jeans or something. Girl pants, as we all know, don't have pockets. Totally. It's bullshit. So I would wear these like big baggy pants with huge pockets so I could <laughs> put a bag. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I could fit a bag of weed in there and I couldn't in anything else. I could have like been a normal girl and had a purse, but I didn't. So. <laughs> Anyhow, so I wanted to, um, and this is maybe a boring one for you, but just go over some of the most common things that people use CBD for and what um, maybe are some things that people don't know they could use CBD for and sure. need to or could. 
Yeah, so the most common ones that we see are pain, of course, inflammation, um, joint pain specifically. There's a lot of joint pain, um, muscle pain, um, anxiety, and sleep issues are the big one. And that really hits home for me because so in my, in my journey as a healthcare provider and, um, and in my community, I have been focused on women's health and um, new family wellness. I was a postpartum doula. I've really dug in there. That's Women's health is really important to me. It's a passion of mine. And so what we've seen a lot is women coming into the store with sleep issues and anxiety. And a lot. I mean, in those first few months where we were open, it was just day after day of women just walking in, I have really bad anxiety, I have anxiety. And of course men have it too. And um, a lot of times, you know, if you, if you know anything about family dynamics, it's a lot of times the women who are bringing home wellness products. Um, we, we have a lot more male customers than we did initially, but what we see is women who are coming in, oh, my husband has this ailment, my husband has that ailment, but specifically the women, they have a ton of anxiety. There's a lot of pressure out there. The women are holding the family, they're holding their communities. They're, um, they're the heart of the family. They are really holding it up for everyone and they're, there's a lot, there's a lot of energetically, there's a lot energetically going on there, a lot of stress. And um, so anxiety, huge one, huge one. And sleep. So there's a lot of mixed reviews about CBD and sleep and whether it actually helps you. And the way I kind of feel about it and what we're seeing to be true is that CBD doesn't directly affect people's sleep, but it relaxes and heals your central nervous system to a place where you will be able to fall asleep when you're supposed to. And so you're not going to take CBD and like fall asleep right here. You know, it's just not like that. But if you take CBD, if you take hemp oil um, an hour, two hours before bed, you're going to you're gonna have less inflammation, you're going to have less pain, you're going to have less anxiety. So when it's time to go to sleep, your nervous system will know it's time to go to sleep. You won't have this, you won't be in a state of fight or flight. Um, you will be back to homeostasis, as you said. Um, so your body will be able to do its natural processes, like sleep when you're supposed to sleep, instead of being up with anxiety. Um, and CBN is great for sleep and our products are rich with CBN, and so people find them to be really amazing for sleep, but it's not so much the CBD. Um, cancer is a huge one. I mean, I don't know, I might be fried for like saying this, but people are using CBD for cancer. People are using hemp to battle tumors, and these are the success stories that really keep us going. These stories where people call us and they're like, I am literally shrinking my tumor with your product. That's, I mean, that's the thing that gets us out of bed in the morning. We're like, we're doing it. This is exactly why we're doing it. This is exactly what we're here to do. I mean, of course, anxiety is a huge one, and we want to help people. Eczema, we love hearing that, you know, the Really? It works for eczema? Yeah, we love hearing that. I have awful that. eczema. Well, come in. What are you doing? <laughs> you should have called me. Apparently, I'm living under a rock. All right, cool. Jesus. So um, we have a Heal All Skin Balm that's specific for... 
um, different skin disorders, and we've heard that it's one of the only things that's helping people's eczema. Oh my! And so we love we love these stories. Of so yes. those are great stories. We love hearing about eczema, but it's people. It's life saving things that really juice us. You know, it's it's the it's the life saving stories that really keep us going. It's um, I did not have a hysterectomy because I used your product. I didn't have knee replacement surgery and I don't even need that. You know, mm. I just need to avoid my food allergies and use an anti-inflammatory, an anti you know, instead of an NSAID. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. And so there's a lot of different reasons why people use it. And um, there's, all, there's all kinds of ailments. And so in, it all comes down to root causes and the root causes of most ailments, it's inflammation. It's inflammation is at the root of most of your ailments. And so we're living in a society that creates inflammation. It's, I mean, it's environmental toxins. It's the food that we're taking. It's the constant stimulation. And so anti-inflammatory anything can do no wrong. <laughs> you know, we're, yeah. yeah. Especially, ones that. That, especially ones that don't do harm. Especially exactly, anti-inflammatories yeah. that don't do harm. Yeah, without let me just, side effects. Let me take yeah. that back. <laughs> Not anti-inflammatory anything. Anti-inflammatories <laughs> without, without um, yeah. side effects. Yeah. yeah. Or at least harmful ones. I always talk about that. Like, what are the side effects of cannabis? Um, ramen? <laughs> I guess that could, that could be mean, like one of the worst side effects, right? Right, maybe <laughs> but, lethargy. I mean, There's certain things, like things. Anyway. Yeah, especially definitely. with the high THC cannabis. But, yep. um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, that's it's so beautiful, and it also makes me really sad that we've been living this long without people really having this information and feeling comfortable to ask their doctor even mm -hmm. about, you know, well, I don't want to have chemo. Can I try something, anything else? And the answer is no. You know, that's what their doctors are saying because doctors aren't allowed to say anything else right now. But um, well, it depends on the doctor, and we, true. you know, there are there are some cannabis doctors out there. There are um, there are doctors who are becoming educated, and we love to hear them. We love to collaborate with them. Call us if you're a doctor interested in the cannabis space if you want to learn more call us we'll work with you um we'll teach you some things we love we love to collaborate with doctors um, and we love to hear about pharmacists we have a we have a pharmacist on our team tori rerick who is um specializing yeah she's the cannabis podcast owner oh, we'll have to collaborate yeah, yeah definitely yeah. collaborate she's awesome she's um she specializes in CBD and cannabis, and she's a pharmacist. So, I mean, we're seeing we're seeing more of these doctors and pharmacists emerge who are educating themselves. But it's not common practice, and um, things aren't going to change until it is common practice, until it's in the books, until they're studying it in in school. Yeah, um, they have to go out on a limb and and practice it on their own, um, which is crazy. They have to learn it all by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, One definitely. Day. Yeah, exactly. This is part of the process. And we get the blood prick analysis. Totally. <laughs> I want that. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Can I say it a couple more times? No. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah, so one, one question that we ask everybody in on the podcast, and we've touched on it multiple times in this episode, but is your one, five, and ten year industry predictions? Mm. Which is kind of fun. Okay. <laughs> 
It's really tricky. Yeah. I um I'm always I I personally am really cautious when it comes to predictions. I'm kind of um, superstitious, and so I don't like to say things out loud. So I'll just knock on wood and then I'll say some things. Um, <laughs> well, you can definitely pass this question and we can nope, cut I'm it out. No, okay. uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to because I'm just going to throw some predictions out there. So, um, you know, it's, it is tricky out there with the FDA. I, I think some people think that they know what's going to happen and um, the rest of us have no idea what's going to happen. But we have seen a lot of really crazy stuff happen with the FDA. We have seen the FDA basically demolish healthcare, and so um, like true healthcare and true um, ownership, ownership of your own health. And so it's the system that we have now is broken. It is totally broken, and it's not. Um, and the FDA is responsible for part of it. You know, it's it's really crazy, and so we're it's kind of like in their hands right now, what's gonna happen. And so I really would like to say that I think it's gonna go well, but I'm not totally sure. And so us as a company, we are doing our best. And so topicals is a huge thing that we do. And we think that topicals are less at risk than internals. And um, we're positioning ourselves as a topicals only brand if, if need be. You know, we have a great line of topicals. It's kind of my passion in formulating them. And so we have that, I would, I really wanna see um, I really want to see things work out and, and the, the medicine be in people's hands. I think one year we'll still be where we are today because things move really slow with the government. Um, I think five years, it could go either way. Um, 10 years, it's going to be everywhere. Yeah. Um, because I think definitely if they do some kind of banning situation, there's going to be a huge backlash. There's going to be yeah. an epic backlash. They can't not keep this plant down forever. This plant is rising. It is strong. It's healing people, and people need healing. We're at um, a crossroads right now. Um, our world, the environment, we need this plant. We need hemp plastics. We need hemp fibers. We need hemp to heal the soil, to heal the land. We need hemp to energetically, and cannabis, Cannabis in general, we need it to heal us energetically. So five years, it could go either way. Ten years, it's coming back. And it's helping us. Um, it's cultivating us as a better person. We're cultivating it. It's cultivating us. My um, good friend and um, one of our employees, Rachel, she always says that um, cannabis is cultivating us more than we're cultivating it. And I love that. I just... It is true. It's very true. It's definitely um, cultivating us as a society. And once it's out there and once people have it, they're not going to let go of it. They're going to say this is something that's helping us and people are going to fight back. So well 10 years is going to be everywhere. I love it. Definitely. And Rachel's such a sweetheart. I've been to a couple of her um, ganja yoga classes. Yep. And they are absolutely lovely. We're going to have her on the podcast. Awesome. For sure. She's, yeah, definitely. I can't yeah. wait to hear it. Really yeah. beautiful. I love collaborating work. with her. I am really lucky to have the team that I do. Tori, Travis, my husband, um, Rachel, we are, we're having some fun. We're getting some awesome. stuff done and we're having some fun. I'm really lucky. I have some crazy um, gifted people on my team. So it's good. it's good. Well, it seems like it couldn't have happened to a better person, to be honest. So. <laughs> Thanks. 
Oh. No. <laughs> I'm awesome. so glad we wandered into your shop and <laughs> Me too. found you because it's it's hard to find. I mean, in Boulder, it's a little easier than most places, yeah. but it's hard to find really ethical companies that are doing the right thing, especially in this space right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's really interesting. You know, um, just watching the way people market CBD and hemp is, it's no different. You, you would think that you're going to walk into this industry where everyone's out to do like the best thing, but it's not that. It's, it's no different than any other industry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you see a lot of people jumping over, crossing over from other industries because they have marketing backgrounds or because they have an MBA and they know what they're doing. We see a lot of people who are just out there to make money and, um, you know, hopefully they bring some healing to people as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. everything has its place, and um, it's it's not the best, but it definitely will also bring awareness. Yeah. Exactly. So well, it's like we say, like in some of our one, five, and ten year predictions, in five years you're gonna know who the Budweiser of cannabis is. Totally. And yeah. some people are gonna be okay with having the Budweiser of cannabis, and then other people are gonna want companies that are a little more craft and that are doing something for to give back. Of course, so, of yeah. course, and there's so like organics and um, clean beauty. There's always a market for that because mm -hmm. people there are people who want to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, well, that's where you know people can legitimately vote with their with their money. Totally, and it, yes. and, and it will be interesting to see because we are at a crossroads at this point, right? Where um, you know people are starting to pay attention to what they're putting into their bodies. More importantly, if you're going to you know, burn something and then inhale that, mm -hmm. like you're going to start to know what feels good and what feels bad. And it'll be just interesting to see what happens. Cause I think, I think it is a good time. And that quote, you know, I think cannabis is cultivating us a little bit more than we're cultivating it. Absolutely. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Cause as people get educated about this plan, as it becomes more and more legal, things of the like, I, th I think a little bit of voting with money is going to happen. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I hope it happens on a grand scale. In every industry. So, yeah. anyway, that's my thought. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I hear that. And that's also, that also speaks to privilege as well. True. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, And so there is some of that. There's, a, there's some of that for people who have money to spend. Um, mm -hmm. And there is, there's also what people can afford. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully as it becomes more widespread, the prices will come down mm -hmm. and people will be able to afford better products. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We, we need people to be able to afford better products versus the Budweiser of, mm -hmm. and that's a whole different podcast about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a There's, whole different It's endless. Really. Of rabbit holes. It is, it is. But, um, that's part of the thing with cannabis. Absolutely, yeah, that's yeah. part of the thing with cannabis is opening your mind, um, and discovery and connection. Cannabis yeah. really creates and facilitates this connection um, between the whole planet and other and the cosmos. And so, yeah. um, you know, the more the more that cannabis is out there, the better off we all are. Agreed. Agreed. I kind of almost want to end it on that note I was because say, that, that was beautiful. <laughs> Unless you have anything else you'd, you'd want to add. I don't. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank no, you so much you for so joining much for us. Coming. It's been a pleasure. This has Great. been really fun. Awesome. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs>
We want to thank Miss Jessica again for coming on the podcast. She is a lovely human being. Her company is even more cool. Uh, please go check her out if you are in the Boulder area. She also sells products all over the world. We sent my parents, who live in Edinburgh, Scotland, off with some products of hers, and we're going to see what they think about them. Um, so definitely check out Moon Mother Hemp Company. Those guys are amazing. They're local. They're badass. Look them up. This was another episode of the Mary Jane Experience podcast. We want to thank everybody out there for listening again. We also want to thank Markaha for sponsoring this episode. Their new Go Go Gummies out now. Better get up and go go with their fruit powered gummies. Makes me think of the song Wake Me Up Before Go Go, which is probably exactly how you feel when you take them. We haven't tested them yet, but we will. We will test them, we will review them, we will let you know what we think. Even though they're a sponsor, if they're bad, we'll tell you that as well. It's in the contract. We are unbiased, honest review here at the Marriage and Experience. If you have any questions, comments, as always, please reach out to us. Community engagement is the most important part of the cannabis conversation moving forward. Hit us up on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, SoundCloud, Twitter, Reddit. You get the idea. Wherever we're at, reach out to us. We want to hear from you. Probably we'll start doing more and more questions on our Reddit page as well. Um, and, and by that, I mean we're going to start asking people what questions they want to know or what they want to hear from people that we're going to be interviewing. Keep an eye out for that if you want to contribute to this podcast. You're more than welcome. We'd love to hear from you. Anyway, that's all I got for this week. Thank you, potheads, stoners, casual users, interested folk of the world. We are the Mary Jane Experience. We love you. Take care of each other. Thanks for listening.